It's now time for Garrick Knight on Trot's Life. Oh, very majestic intro, isn't it, for Garrick R. Knight. Garrick, firstly, mate, how are you? Whereabouts are you? Good, thanks, Dave. Yes, no, I'm just uh, sitting here in my lounge. I'm just about to actually was about to jump in the car and head down the road a little bit of shopping, but always got a bit of time for you, so we'll put that off for 10 minutes or so and um, have a chit-chat about what's happening on both sides of the ditch, I guess. Well, well if you were... Uh down the street shopping, you might be talking about Don't Stop Dreaming, would you? After he's your local <laughs> he's your local man, isn't he? Yeah, well that was the that was the plan. He'll be uh Oh he'd be up and about he'll be high on he'll be high in life after the run on Saturday night, that's for sure. Um you know, big step up in grade and, and running second to a certified superstar. Probably against the run of the race as well. So um yeah, I just read him this morning, Mark Burden's a few comments there where he was over the moon. So mm. Great signs for the Kiwis, ominous signs for the Aussies. M. Purden, Nathan Purden, don't stop dreaming. Look out. Uh, there was a British historical drama in 1969 uh, based on Anne Boleyn uh, called Anne of a Thousand Days. Um, I'm not sure where this horse might have been raised on the beaches in uh, New Zealand where there's a thousand bays, perhaps, but race two, number nine, is Anne of a Thousand Bays, not Anne of a Thousand Days. That's right. I'm guessing uh, the breeder must have been a historical buff and a pun buff as well. Um, he's come up with a, a beautiful name there for a beautiful horse, actually. I'm yeah? quite excited. Quite excited to see how this one goes tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night, first up. She found some form after a stable change over here pretty quickly. She always always promised a, quite a bit in her <clears throat> original barn, and just things didn't go away. It's harder in Canterbury and whatnot, but she just got a bit of confidence up when she changed to Michael House, and he took up to the central districts, which possibly comparable to say going to you know Tasmania or Mildura or something like that. And, and she got a few wins on the board and and a bit of confidence, and then. Um, I see she came up in her race here at Cambridge in the north, and she was dominant. And uh, she's been snapped up, and now she's in Victoria. So very interesting to see how she goes tomorrow night. She's got gate speed. She's a nice, big, strong mare. Um, I think she's probably going to do a pretty decent job going forward. Yeah, okay. Second row is probably going to suit by the sounds of it. Oh, second row tomorrow night, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but look, if you go back and watch her maiden win at Palmerston North, and yes, people say, oh, it's Palmerston North. It's, it's it's the weakest part of the country, which is fair. But you watch her. She only had clear air for about 150 metres, and she put about six links on them in that 150 metres. So she's good opposite. That's that's clear. Um, I like I like that she's versatile. There was a race there. I think it must have been the second or maybe the fourth of January. She got into a real dog fight from about the 800 metres. Had no peace. And uh, her and another her and another horse cleared out by about ten links and just a bone crusher, our Waverly Star type. Now they only walked up the straight, but in fact they put heaps of ground on the other on the other horses. But she didn't give it away. She just kept digging and kept digging. So she's tough. She tries hard. She's well gated. She's got gate speed. She's she can come from behind, um, and she's she's full of confidence. You know, probably more so than she's ever been. So I think that she's trending upward and. Probably wouldn't surprise me to see her racing in metros, you know, within three or four months. Now, right, uh, Menangle, race five, number nine, 
sooner the better comes over, I assume, with Merwin for a crack at the uh, getting into the chariots of fire, which we might discuss a bit further at the back end. But tell us a bit about sooner the better. Yeah, well, he's, he's unlucky to be in the same stable at the same time as Merlin. Hmm. Because any other year, um, you know, he'd be probably the best three-year-old in the North Island. He's a really, really nice horse. And if you go back and watch just, just watch that last run at Auckland, uh, over a mile, Merlin led and soon the bed sat on his back and pushed him to a nose. And he would have won if the, if the race was another five metres long. Um, Tony Hurley, he drives him. I don't know if you, I doubt he's coming over to drive him this Saturday. I haven't seen the driver update yet, but... Tony stuck with him. Just going back to that last start, Tony was happy to push up and kick up underneath Merlin and really make him work for the lead. So that's a sign Tony likes this horse a lot. And I know the stable has a lot of time for him as well. Um, he's very fast, very good gate speed horse. Can, pretty much always can lead off the front. So maybe a little different kettle of fish in Aussie in a, in a, in a, a group race like that because there's a lot of gate speed over there, I find. But he's he's got a sharp turn of foot. He's not a big horse, but he, he's uh, he's always got on the top end. So um, yeah, we're keen to see if they drive him cold to get over the top and try and run three for the for the chariots, or mm. where they light him up and try and lead. I'm not sure uh, the chariots. You have to run and perform in the Hondo Grattan, the Pale Face Adios. I think it is in two weeks and. Or the Bonanza, that's the only way in. So Merlin could go in in two weeks, get knocked over, and can't get a run in the chariots. I'd have to check, but I, I think from memory, it was something like the first three from both of those Menangle races are guaranteed, plus the winner from the Bonanza. Is the rest of the field made up from those three races or from the two Menangle races, or is it at the discretion? I guess you have to go on the qualifiers. So, yeah, I mean, maybe he gets knocked over. There there has to be a window for an unlucky superstar to be put into that field. I'm sure the club leaves themselves some discretion and quit at least one. Um, but, yeah, Merlin, he's racing tomorrow, uh, Friday night at Auckland, and he's following over in two weeks' time to go in the other heat. So, so it's it says, right, I've got it here, the, the winner of the Bonanza gets in, then mm. horses which have qualified from the Hondo Grattan uh, or the winner of the Bonanza cannot nominate for the Paleface Adios Stakes. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, the balance of the field will be selected from the finishing positions in the Paleface Adios and the Hondo Grattan Stakes. Okay. Well, there you go. So that encourages everyone to roll up in both and give themselves two cracks. So the Merlin people um, are, are really riding their luck a little bit. That the horse is going to travel well, not get sick, not get bad luck, not get a flat tire, not get knocked over, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Just getting back sooner the better. He's not in the same league as Don't Stop Dreaming. Just to be clear on that. Um, yeah, okay. So I would not. I would not expect that. And I don't say that lightly. I'm, I say that saying Don't Stop Dreaming is a very, very, very good horse. You know, like one out of the box. So hmm. um, you know, sooner the better. I think he could run second or third. I mean, it's a nice field there. Better be the best, obviously. He's fresh up. Um, there's a few other nice... I think Doug Platter, Doug Platter's gone over to Sydney now. I thought he was from your neck of the woods, wasn't he? He was, but he's been bought by uh, Mark Hanover, uh, Gordon Banks, and there's an S. Elberg. I don't know who S. Elberg is, but I know Mark Hanover and Gordon Banks have bought him. So I'd say he's got a short amount of time in Australia, and then he may end up right. in America. 
Okay. Uh, well, it'll be an interesting race either way. Um, so the Bonanza one of Frankie Ferocious, so he'll be off. And geez, wasn't he impressive with that turn of foot the last uh, oh. 200 metres or so? <laughs> Phenomenal. And he's not allowed to run in these races, right? Which, again, he's, uh, he's, he's, there's $250,000 races. You've got a four-year-old and you can't run in them. Yeah, I don't like that. Hmm. Um, you know, I would say he should still be allowed to run the race, but maybe he, his finishing position isn't included in the qualifi- qualifying. So yeah. let's just say he was to run and, run and win, then you'd say the second, third, fourth automatically gets through, something like that. I mean, That's I don't I like I precluding a, a good horse from a good race. Yeah, because you might have gone out and bought Frankie Ferocious for 100000 or 150000 and then he wins one fifty grand or the $75,000 Bonanza and it's like, oh, well, that's great. We can't go in a fifty grand race next week. Why Why can't we? It just seems bizarre. Yeah, and to that to that end as well, um, another can of worms here. I'm assuming both of those, both these races are group races, are they? Group twos, I would guess, probably being 50000 Um To me, you can't have a, a race at 50,000 as a group two, if you are not allowing all comers yeah. to the race. Yeah, correct. So, anyway, I know I know Australia do their group ratings based purely on stakes, um, but if you're going to exclude a horse due to the race conditions like that, then you can't very well claim it as a group race, in my opinion. But it's another story for another day. What, what about, yeah, because we do it on prize money, right? Many years, I'm not sure if it is this year, but... Effectively, the Miracle Mile Consolation is called a Group 1. Well, by the sheer definition, it's actually the second group of horses on that night. <laughs> exactly. It's not it's, it's the, the, the best or the, the 10 most informed horses aren't in the race. So how is it a Group 1? Another thing as well, I know for a long time there, the, the, the weekly free-for-all, open free-for-all at Menangle on a Saturday night was a Group 3 every week, even though it was just, you know, just an open free-for-all mile, mile and because it was over 30,000 30, yeah. or 25 or whatever it was, those horses were, was it King of Swing? Or what was the other one that came from over here? Cash and Flow. He must have had about 20 Group 3 wins just because he kept winning the, the open free fall of an angle. <laughs> but look, we've got our own problems over here as well, mate. Like, um, you know, we do preferential draws in our, in our open group races sometimes, and I don't agree with that either. So. I think, to be honest, if this is our biggest issue in harness racing, harness racing's in a magical state, let's face it. Like, we're going into the, some intricacies here, but, yeah, uh, I think we do have bigger issues than that. But um, And pre, pre, pref draw in feature races has its place, but not at the highest end. In the 30 grand race, I don't mind, but at 100 or more, it shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly right. Um if you want to, I mean, it escapes me which one it was, but I think we had a group one here last year and it was preferable by raping or lifetime stakes. And I thought, well, if it's a group one, hmm. it should be open open entry, open draw. But anyway. What what did you think of the Great Southern Star? Were you following along that? It was an incredible race. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I was quite surprised when the connections of the winner took the second line mm. uh, for the final. But I don't know whose advice it was, whether it was Anton's or Nathan's, but Nathan. they knew what they were doing. Nathan, he knew what he was doing. I guess he figured he'd rather be one out and three back than get risk getting caught wide. Um, yeah, no, I, I was I was really happy to see, um, to see that format as a back. I mean, not, 
Is my memory eluding me, or have uh, we not had year. that for, for, for a while? Fourth year back, it was. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. Um, I really love it, and uh, yeah, I, look, I don't want to take away from the, from the great Southern Star, but just watching those horses and how, how good are we going to get it when the, um, the big slot race over here comes up in a couple of months' time, where we've got, um, you know, Just Believe, Queen Elida, and then um, Muscle Mountain, Oscar Bonavina. Call me the breeze. Is is locked Call in. me the breeze. Yeah, like it's just um, it's provided. Fingers crossed. They all stay sound and happy and healthy. It could be the best trot race in twenty years in my mind. Honestly, um, if they were all there, if they all make the start line. So exciting times. Um, and yeah, very interesting. Um, unfortunate for Just Believe to have his winning streak come to an end um, there, but but I guess it had to happen at some point. Mate. He came back to scale to a standing ovation, just believe. Did he? Yeah. you just never <laughs> seen anything like I've never seen anything like it because they were interviewing to Nathan Jack and Call Me the Breeze. So he was probably 150 metres away. And as as Greg came back, the crowd just rose and, and applauded in appreciation and admiration of the effort of that horse. Yeah, he's wonder, it's a wonderful story, really. Um, and uh, am I right in saying they... They got them. They got him off. Um, Pat Driscoll, yeah. Pat Driscoll, yeah. He owned he's, it. So, he still um, owns him. He still owns him. He's, oh, he's, he's, still, he's on lease. He's on lease. This might be the single greatest lease lease story in history. Actually, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, short of someone leasing one as a yearling, but leasing a going horse and then no, no, no. They were right, what's him. he? What's he? Must have. He must have earned like. I don't it's know. He's earned a million. Yeah, he must be a millionaire since uh, since they leased him. And I mean, trips to Sweden and the trip to New Zealand coming up, Queensland, um, a day of, of victories locally. It's just, it's just wonderful. And I, I look, it's great as well to see Jess and Greg get a really nice horse to market themselves. You know, they're they're two wonderful people that do do a lot, yeah. uh, work hard, do a lot for the game. Not saying other people don't as well, obviously, but um, you know, you just like to see people like that get a good horse. I think they leased him from a yearling or a two-year-old, and they've renewed the lease since as well. And Pat Driscoll sees the sport in a, as a big picture. He doesn't see it individually like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, look, um, without going into it too much, I'm, 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 uh, I've personally, well, not directly, but uh, you know, Pat's supported. Uh, a publication over here that I contribute to um, as an as a advertiser and sponsor yep. at some points just to keep it going. Uh, when the owner publisher was, you know, you know, struggling for advertising, Pat Pat was a big believer in it and fan of independent media. Um, and he's on the other side of the ditch, and I know you know he's he threw a lot of, of sponsorship behind it, and he didn't need to. He just did it because he thought it was for the best for the game. And um, as you say, he sees it differently to everyone else. So yeah. Yep. Um, I, I don't begrudge just the investment, level of investment he's put into into that property, into his bloodstock portfolio, contribution to getting stallions out here, jobs for people, all of that, you know. Yeah. You don't begrudge any any success. And I'm sure he'll be the first one to be congratulating the owners of, of, uh, of the leasees of Just Believe every time that horse wins. Yeah, he, he, he is, don't you worry, because he's, he's normally there running second with one of his horses, like I'm ready jet or something. <laughs> Mate, thank you so much. We'll do it all again next week. Radio, see you then. There's Garrick R. Knight. If you want to get a horse out of New Zealand, reach out to Garrick R.